This episode of TLY Talks was previously a video interview that was done and published in July of 2021 on the YouTube channel. The video interview was since then deleted in respect to the artist's wishes. However, the audio portion of the interview is since then formatted for this episode. It will be released on all, all platforms provided. All right, here we go. We have a Saskatoon-based rapper and artist. Yes. By ways of Nigeria. Um, Timmy, how are you doing today, man? I am awesome. Like I said, thank you. It's it's my first interview ever, and I appreciate the opportunity. So thank you. Yeah, and no, I just uh, recently checked out like a lot of the stuff lately too. You know, like your uh, latest single that uh, just uh, dropped. I think it yeah. was so long. Like that's correct. Yes, so long, so long. Yeah. Just dropped yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, I was just uh, listening uh, to it like earlier on today. Like it was you know pretty good and kind of has like a refreshing sound in that sense too with the whole like balanced music with a lot of like variety and sounds you know like yeah. kind of with the rhythm and like yes. the lyrics and all that so mm-hmm. pretty dope from there so catchy chorus something like that yeah 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 so maybe if you want to like talk about it for a bit too before we start like tell me more about that okay like um so long so the way the thing works is that i keep recording and recording so i i think i wrote so long probably sometime in maybe January or so. And I, I, I wasn't going to release it, but I played it for my videographer and he liked it actually. So we actually just um, worked on it. I think it was, it's a good song. It's a rap song. For me, I'm just in the motion. I still have like, I have hits in the corner. So I'm just kind of like getting warmed up. You know, the summer is just starting. So I'm about to, I'm about to drop some shit. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely enjoyed it. And, you know, I definitely enjoyed it from like all the other songs too, as well. So I just want to start it off uh, with the first question. So you were born and raised in Nigeria. That's correct. Of course. That's true. That's true. Okay. All right. And uh, the, what was like the environment like for you growing up in Nigeria as well as your childhood? Would you say that it was like a good experience uh, growing up in Nigeria or would it be like very different? Okay, you know how a lot of people use the term like bittersweet? I'd say growing up in Nigeria and in my city called Worry, it's more sweet than bitter, if you if you get me. So um, I grew up in the southern part of Nigeria in a city called Worry, like W-A-R-R-I. So um, Nigeria has over 200 tribes. I'm from one of the three main tribes. So one, like growing up in Worry was crazy. You know why? Because um, I know you've seen the memes and all, but you know how there's America? And then you have Florida. America is crazy, but Florida is on the left on a different level of crazy. You have Nigeria and worries on a different level of crazy. So um, so back in the day, like you could even be on the road and you just see somebody running so hard. And like, what's he running from? You don't know, but you have to run too, because that's just the kind of environment it was. So I loved it. I appreciate it. It's um it's made me a lot of who I am today. And um, I think I wouldn't change it for the world. <laughs> No doubt, no doubt, man. And, you know, like, I've never heard about Worry before, like, you know, like, I'm guessing it's kind of like, you know, like a certain town in, like, Nigeria that would be sort of, like, far from Lagos, or would it be, like, close to it, in a sense? Very good question. So Lagos, Lagos, I know you called it Lagos, but it's actually Lagos. So Lagos is kind of on the west, and Worry is from the south. So yes, it is, it is far from Lagos. I didn't grow up in Lagos, no. I, I wish I did, but no, I didn't. 
true true and you know like with uh like west african culture and like western like a west african media presence you know with the whole like nollywood scene and the afrobeat scene um did you yeah. feel like those two cultures were more prevalent like in reaching worldwide back then as previous to what it is now because now it's on like a bigger level with like WizKid, DeVito, mm. Boy, the whole like Nollywood scene. Do you yeah. feel like it was like bigger before than now or do you think it's kind of the opposite? Okay, props to you for even knowing those artists, man. Those guys are, those guys are legends. But I always used to say one thing that if, if when I go back to Nigeria, because I, I have dreams of also working in the, in the movie industry, my first thing I'm going to do is change the name from Nollywood to something because it's just a it's just an imitation of Hollywood and that's not what we're about. So like in a sense, yes, and in a sense, no, right? Globalization happened, cultures have mixed, and I don't think Africa has contributed its talent to the world. We've, we've kept, we've not been able to show what we're good at to the world, but I think it, a lot of it is changing. I don't know if you watch the UFC, but you see like you have Kamaru Usman, you have Israel Adesanya, you have Francis. These are three guys just dominating. That's going to happen with music. I, I believe so. Like the guys you mentioned, Whiskey, Davido, um, Burner Boy, these are the guys that are breaking down the doors for guys like us to come through and like totally like smash the place. So yeah, I do think things are getting better, but yeah, your, your, your question is right for sure. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah. And, um, you know, later on, like in your life, you moved to Canada. Uh, you moved to Saskatoon first or like, were you like in a different city before like Saskatoon? I was in Calgary for like two weeks. Oh, true. Yeah, I was in Calgary for like two weeks. True. So like when you moved to Canada, like by ways of like Calgary and Saskatoon, what was the transition like from moving from one country to another and like adapting to like western cultures as far as like the culture attitudes and like much more yeah. i'm not even going cap it all it was hard it was hard so i moved in the year to 2012 i think i was 15 or 16 so i moved really early and um all i remember was they had we had like this send forth celebration for me with like a few of my family friends and church members and before you know i was gone so yeah the transition was hard i I left a lot of relationships without closure. I had to leave my girlfriend at home. So that, that like really hurt me. But I was also excited to like go into this new place, right? Just like we just spoke about as a young African kid, you're thinking about all the things you've seen on movies. You've seen the rappers, you've seen the snow, the marshmallows. You're like wondering like, is this all real? I'm talking about at that time. So yeah, for the first few days in Canada, I cried. I'm not even going, I cried. I didn't want to be around anybody, but you know, as days passed, you know, it was kicking in. I just enjoyed it. And, you know, you're finding things out, like all these things I saw on TV about white people and their culture and like, is it true? And you find out a lot of it is not true and a lot is true. And then you experience racism, but you know, that's a topic for another day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't mean, man, like, you know, I, you know, I'm born here, but like my family's from Ethiopia. So it's kind of like, you know, like an interesting, you know, transition from people who were born in a different country and then moved to Canada versus others who were born here, but like had roots from like different countries too. So sometimes yeah. you kind of get like a mixture of similar experiences, but then sometimes you get like different patterns in that sense too, because 
one's experience may be different from like another person's experience in that sense exactly. too. So yeah, exactly, exactly. No exactly. doubt. I didn't. I didn't even know you were you were from here, man. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. That's so cool. Awesome. <laughs> know what you mean yeah a lot of people kind of like assume like i'm either from somewhere else or you know i'm being born here you know it just kind of depends on the vibe so as yeah. you get to like know me more and all that so yeah. uh just to speak more on your musical background in history uh what was it like and what made you decide on wanting to become like a rapper and oh, you know yeah. musician okay um so how would i put it like I don't want to sound cocky or anything, but I believe I was made for this. So as a kid, my mom would always tell me that like I'd sleep with my pencil or like my pen in my hand or like I did a lot of spelling bees in high school. I did a lot of, um, I won a lot of spelling bees dictations. I, you know, so I was always attracted to words. I was always attracted to writing. Then my mom is also like a very, very musical person, right? She listens to a lot of music and she likes to dance a lot. Plus, at church, like I play the piano at church for them, like the, the keyboard. So I've always been surrounded by music, but it, it all changed when I heard like, there was this song called, um, I know you, you wouldn't know it, but it's called, it's a gospel rap song in Nigeria called Holy Ghost Fire. And it blew my mind because I could repeat all the words perfectly. And I, I thought I sounded better than the artist. And I was like eight at this time. So as I grew up, once I started listening to like Lil Wayne, Rick Ross, Young Money, I started like, okay, maybe I can do this. So here's an interesting story. Um, we used to have this circle in like um, high school where like during lunchtime we'd beat on tables and we'd get in a circle and everyone just drops bars. So I'd listen to like Wayne the day before, listen to like Rick Ross or something, memorize their lines and switch it up in school. And they, they'd hype me up and everything. I was like, sweet. So that was kind of like how I, entered it you know I'm not even gonna lie to you but as time started growing I, I found myself and like you know I started making my own thing so I'd say like you know I've, I've always been in this music has always been in me for a very long time yeah yeah I know dumb man I definitely know what you mean too and yeah. you know it's an interesting um you know eclectic moment you know like when you talk about you know transitioning to music transitioning to certain sounds because once experienced music may be different than like another person's experience you know yeah. just i've like spoke with like a lot of people before some started like in the church some started in other areas and you know like from hearing you listening to like a gospel song like a gospel rap song and then you yeah. know doing doing you know like your thing at school you know with like lunchtime you know beat like beat making you know with like desks and tables like it's an interesting yeah. vibe in that sense you know yeah, man, just a couple of young African kids with dreams. That's really all. You know, a lot of a lot of other people do hip hop and they, they have access to like Nas and all these rappers. Over here, we just knew a few rappers and that's all we had to work with. So that's what we had to do. Yeah, yeah no doubt, no doubt. Yes. And uh, so uh, what artists or genres are you mainly like influenced by? And like in the future, who would you like to work with someday? Okay, so... um. Being honest, I'm inspired by like, well, hip hop. I'm inspired by dance music. I'm inspired by electronic music, house music, Afro beats, the Whiskids, um, Caribbean music, you know, anything that makes you move, anything that, that gives you an emotion. So the worst thing I want is for people to listen to my music and just kind of be like, just chilling, not feeling anything. So 
that's what I want to avoid. So I listen to all kinds of music and I kind of like merge it together and put a rhythm just so that I could get people dancing or moving or, or feel sad or feel something. But yeah, I'm really inspired by a lot of dance music and rap music. And as for the artists I want to work with, um, I want to work with a, a couple artists from Toronto. I don't know if you know about this guy named Toby. Uh, yeah, I know Toby. Uh, we talked about him like a lot on my platform. Uh, okay. Dropped like a very dope project. Uh, and he's working with the likes of like Maxo Cream, Flo Millie, and recently uh, McJenkins, who's also like a very dope rapper too from like, exactly. Chicago. So yeah. Exactly, exactly. So Toby, if you're watching, holla at me. We're about to drop the verse of the year. So I wanna, I wanna work with Toby. I wanna work with a girl named X Miranda, an artist from Toronto. She inspires me crazy. I wanna work with Drake. I wanna work with um, Wizkids back home. You know, I, I wanna do a lot, but I'm still working on me for now. So even though it doesn't happen anytime soon, I'm cool. Yeah, no doubt, man. I definitely know what you mean. And you know, like I do see like some great possibilities of you working with these artists, you know. Yeah. They're still like rising up in that sense too, like in making music. So well, I mean, aside from Drake and Wizkid, but like X Miranda and Toby, like they're going on at like bigger levels right now. So hopefully yes. you'll definitely have that chance of working with them in that sense, you know. So yeah. Yes, yes. Speaking yeah. into the universe. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So um what is your creative process when making music and what would a day in recording music be like for you in that sense? Okay. I'm actually in my studio right now. It's like, um, I have a studio in like my room, so I keep it like very together. And um, on, on, a, on a, I hate to take it this way, but on a spiritual level, making music for me, is kind of like letting the, letting the, dust out, letting, letting the bad out, letting the negative out. So those toxic things don't sit inside me, I let them out. But on a physical level, when I wanna make music, since I, unfortunately, I don't work with any producer in person, like, you know, that makes beats or program sounds to fit me. So I go on YouTube, I check out type beats. So it depends what I'm feeling. Some days I feel like, you know, Jay-Z music. Some days I feel like um, Afro beats. Some days I feel like doing some Spanish, Spanish stuff. So I just, put that up on YouTube, type beats, download it, and just kind of, I listen. In fact, a lot, a lot to me, my greatest part about music is listening. I make sure to listen closely, like active listening. How do I want to sound on these beats? What's this beat calling for? What's the, what's, what's it asking for me? And once I could figure that out, it's over. I could, I, I could pretty much work through it in like an hour or so I could get to a song. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. That's pretty dope as well too. Um, and, you know, like, I think the importance of having a home studio is that you don't have to worry about, like, paying, you know, just to use the studio or just to use, like, some of the equipment, too. Because the thing about, like, with home studios is, is that, like, when you invest in your money and when you invest it into the right material, the right, like, layering, you know, to reduce yes. like, background noises yes. and also just, like, even, like, instruments, too, like, an 808 or like a piano or like synths as well too like you could put in like maybe a good like 200 to 500 dollars like on like these equipments depending on what you're starting off as and like as time progresses that sound will definitely be more better like with the equipment that you buy and like even with the capabilities that you could use for each product as well and that's true big facts 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 yeah. are true no doubt, no doubt. Uh, like, this is just kind of like a random question, too. But uh, 
in that sense too do you prefer like doing like making music from home or like you know being like in a studio with like you know the engineer maybe like the producer and you know sound tech crews and all that um you know what that's a good question because honestly based on where i'm at in my artistry i think for now i still prefer being at home because i'm seeing things i'm not sure i want people to hear in person like I'm touching on subjects that I, I'm not, you know, I'm not that confident of hearing, letting other people hear at the moment. But I also like working with people because you bounce up your energy. And for me, once I'm in the studio, I'm very competitive. So it like it's like being in a fighting ring because I'm like, go, go, go. So it's a bit of both. But for now, I do like working at home more. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt, man. Uh, just to get on with this question about Drake, I think this is kind of like, one of the most interesting questions Drake. that I have. Drake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> uh, the certified lover boy, you know, so I'm not going to lie. Um, yes. You know, when I listen to, like, a lot of your songs with the lyrics, flow, styles, and composi- composition, yeah, they entirely have, like, a similar essence and sound to Drake's old sound when he, like, started, like, making music and all that. And, okay. you know, one of my questions is, is that has Drake played, like, a big role in your music so far and would you say that his sound changed the game of music on like a higher level than you think in that sense um to answer that question yes drake has played a big role in my career but i have to say something you know i get a lot of oh you you, you sound like drake you um yeah you might sing like him but and at first i used to get pissed off like why why are they saying this like no i want to sound like me well, start, I started understanding that, okay, it's where I'm at at the moment. It's where I'm at at the process. And I've been working myself out of that to kind of like expand my sound. But people, like a lot of people don't get it that most of the time it's tone. With artists, it's tone. Like you're listening to me, right? You could hear me across the speaker. Do I have, right. the, same, do I have the same tone as Eminem? No, right? Because he has a higher tone. So I listen to people with a lot of like my similar tone, the Lil Wayne's, Drake's, the Bryson Taylor's. And I just happened to listen to Drake a lot because I love Lil Wayne. And then it just, it was just a natural thing. But yes, Drake, Drake changed the game. He redefined what a hit was. You know, like a hit used to be like this huge extra vegan thing. He made it simple. He made it like relatable. So you have to give the man credit. He's taken the game farther than it could ever be. And I, I, it'll be a dream come true to work with him someday. So if Drake, you're watching, I'll let your boy. Drake! <laughs> yeah. Drake. No doubt, no doubt, man. Yo, yeah. I always felt that Drake had like a very like universal sound in that sense too, because when you listen to Drake versus like when you listen to other artists, you know, like just the subject matters and everything else that he talks about, it's universal for everybody in that sense, you know. Yeah. You know, for the rich, for the middle class, for the working class, for people living in different countries throughout the world, from people living in like the US and Canada and, you know, Europe as well, too. I do feel that, you know, Drake knows what he wants and knows what the fans want, like in that exactly. sense, too, you know, just with love songs, with, you know, confidence, with, you know, you know, nonchalant, you know, high energy like type sound like type sounds you know because it's he can also make motivation music too like some songs that you don't even consider like motivational like type music 
the motivational music to get you on a higher level, you know, like boss, boss your level up, you know, like nigga, we made. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No doubt, no doubt too. Yeah. So, um, you know, like since certified, like certified, like Liverboy might be coming out soon, sometime in the fall or sometime next month. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that it's gonna be a, like a classic, as everyone said, or do you feel that like it might be like very different in that sense? Man, you know, I think Drake's at a point in his career where people really want to say he's getting worse, right? Like people want to say like he's getting worse, and and I get it. A lot of the sound is changing. You have guys like Lil Durk, um, um, Lil Baby coming like with a new twenty twenty one sound, but I, I do think, I do think with the I mean, the pandemic gave us a lot of time. A lot of the music I made was during the pandemic, right? Imagine what Drake would be doing. So yes, I'm expecting a classic and I do think it'll be a classic for sure. I do think yeah. so. I do yeah. think so. No doubt, no doubt too. Um, I think for me as well, like I know like Drake has had like various classics. I mean, nothing was the same. Take care, both classics. I was actually more of a fan of uh, Thank Me Later. Like that was kind of like, one of my person, one of my like personal favorites of Drake. Um, I wasn't really crazy. If you're of, if you're reading this, it's too late. But I kind of get the hype. You know, I kind of get like it's kind of like a very dope album too. But yeah. Thank Me Later was on like a unique level in that sense too, because mm-hmm. it had like a like a lot of mixtures between like pop and rap in that sense too, and exactly. like some certified. There were some certified classics uh, too. You know. Um, miss me like was like a very dope song find your love too what else um fireworks was also all right fancy the record with jay-z yeah jay-z yeah yeah no like from my perspective drake has had many classics but the the most impactful drake album on my artistry as a musician has to be views man that album is close to perfect. And I could give you the reason why. I don't want to sound like a stand or take too much time, but the album opens up with the snow. You could hear it, the snow, and you hear a girl talking about, oh, it's cold out here. So there's a theme to the album. There's songs like Controller. You have songs like Views. The album follows in a, like, in a pattern. And the intro to the album was crazy. So for me, I think Views was it. But if you're reading this, it's too late to go to the album too. Yeah. No doubt, no doubt. I think yeah. hopefully we gotta get like our hopes up uh, for certified level uh, for certified lover boy in that sense too. Hopefully it'll be a classic too. But let's get back to the world of Timmy. So, um, from like looking at your music in that sense too, you release more singles than like a look full length than a full length project. You know, with twenty four, with uh, rookie of the year, with uh i think uh this other song before so long too like that was also dope too and like a lot more um do you feel that dropping singles is like a better way to connect with your fan base than dropping an album or are you more inclined to drop like an album soon in that sense okay um amazing question um i have you know truthfully i'm scared of dropping an album because (laughs) i just don't feel it's the time yet so i i I really like doing the singles thing because you know, it could get repetitive, but it's also making me work. It's also keeping me on a schedule, you know, make, turning me into a professional, not just dropping something and leaving. Plus, I mean, I don't know if you've noticed it, but like for, for the fans or for the audience, 
before you listen to a full album, you most times you have to be invested in this artist. Like before you actually kind of like, okay, I'm going to listen to this album top to bottom, even though it's six songs, you have to really like something about this artist. So like, you know, I'm working my way to that, but for now I'm, I, I love the singles, just keep dropping it. And I have a lot of songs, so I, it's not going to stop anytime soon. So yeah, single, singles, singles. Yeah. No doubt, man. I definitely yeah. know what you mean too. Um, yeah. so you know, with uh, Saskatoon, like that's where you're uh, currently residing at. That's correct. Yes. So, how do you feel about the music scene in Saskatoon or like Saskatchewan in general, or like even like Canada? Do you feel that there should be some changes on the direction of where like those scenes should go to, or do you feel like it's at like a good place right now? Um. You know, to be honest, no shade or without any form of like hate, I do not consider myself like a Saskatoon artist or, or, or yeah, especially a Saskatoon artist. Why? Because the, the staple music, the majority, the majority of the music here is not rap, you know, it's not hip hop, it's not, it's not even R&B. So I do appreciate the scene. You would always have guys like me, um, a few other guys who work working behind the scene, but I, I don't say... I wouldn't say I'm part of the Saskatoon music scene, but for like, let's say a city like um, a city like Toronto, for example, I appreciate some of the things that like even the government is doing to help some of the artists, like the weekends manager is hands on, like helping like young artists out there, like, you know, so they give them funding and things like that. So, you know, we've been making a lot of right moves, but it could definitely get better. It could, it could get better. And I think it starts with us, the artists. So, like, yeah, I'm, I'm proud of the scene. And uh, to all the Toronto out, artists out there, I'm coming. I'm yeah, coming. no doubt. No doubt, man. I do feel like with, like, Saskatchewan, too, um, I think, like, a lot of the people, like, out west, like, you know, Manitoba, Alberta, like, there is, like, a, a sort of, like, rise for a bit, too. And there are, like, certain artists that are trying to make it out, too. Um, recently, one of the biggest, like, hit songs on TikTok was from a person in uh, Saskatchewan, you know, uh, his name's uh, Tesher, who released uh, uh, Tesher. So Tesher's kind of like um, a Saskatchewan Punjabi-based uh, rapper who dropped the song called Jalebi Baby, which blew up like crazy. And it even had like Jason Derulo on it. And Ooh. he's actually from like Saskatchewan, actually, you know, so. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah and then you have like other artists you know from like alberta and like in other ends like uh cartel uh, madras who are like a female like rap duo from calgary who are known like big who are like kind of like big on the blogs they've actually performed all over canada and i think they might have worked with um tommy genesis in that sense too so that's like another dope like collective from like the prairies that you know oh. kind of like make it big too you know and then you have like your country music you know your Sh- shania twains your yes brad kissels uh your dan and chase that type of stuff too i don't know if they're from like i don't know if they're from like in the prairies i think, and shania, all that. I think shania twain you're right about them i think yeah. Right. yeah but i do feel like there is like an interesting collective of musicians in other parts of the world too and like even like we could talk about BC too. Like BC, now they now they have like bigger artists than ever. You know, with uh, Baby No Money, who recently had a hit song like two years ago, and who's still like living off 
of creating dope hits and performing at bigger like events and bigger shows too um and then i forgot this one guy this one guy named uh, curtis waters so curtis waters is a north carolina based now calgary residing artist who okay. kind of blew up uh with uh, stunt with featuring uh harm uh, franklin so he's kind of like from the prairies too so when you do think about it there are like dope artists that are coming from other ends as well too so yeah yes yes they are yes they are that's very true yeah no doubt so um you know just to kind of end it off you know i just had like this one like random question about like saskatoon and all that so man go on go on (laughs) (laughs) yo so um is there like anything to do in like saskatoon like you know you know since i've never like been to the city before or seen like the city in that sense like do you think it has like some interesting uh, parts that you could recommend to others or yeah yeah um what's the 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 slogan for the city the city again i think it's the land of the clear blue skies so um Going back to Lagos, I spent a lot of time in a very busy city. So coming to Saskatoon is actually like a breath of fresh air. So I do like the city and there's stuff to do. You know, you have diners, um, you have roller roller rings, shisha spots. Um, I mean, you don't have like Air Canada Centre or anything, but like there's there's stuff to do everywhere. But personally, I, I like the I like the peace, quiet and calm that like Saskatoon brings. You know, that's what I love about it. Yeah. Oh, no, definitely, definitely. I definitely you have to check it out uh, someday too. You know, when I'm free, you know, so come through. I got you. <laughs> no doubt. So, yo, I have this like one uh, final uh, question left. So, um, what are your plans uh, for this year in terms of like music and other creative projects and so forth? And do you have like any final words you would like to say for any creative or any person pursuing their dreams? Okay. So, for the final plan, um. The plan is to keep dropping hits and they'll keep doing what we're doing. Um, we, I started out the year with a project called 24 and that project had a song called Rookie of the Year. And I, I called myself that not because I wanted to brag, but because I wanted to prove it. So I've dropped six singles over the span of six months. And there's six more months ago and I'm gonna drop six more songs. And they might not all you know, be the best, but I'm putting in the work. So that, to me, that's, that's the plan moving forward. And uh, to all the artists out there, keep hustling, keep grinding it's a competitive environment but it's also love you know you can't you can't get too wrapped up in it and once again the 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 greatest part is people like you who shine the light on people like me who other people might not know we appreciate you too so it's a it's a teamwork kind of thing and i appreciate everything i'm offered no doubt no doubt and that's uh it everybody uh Timmy, thank you for coming by 